Welcome to episode 119 of Podcateers. In this episode, we talk about an unconventional engagement photo shoot at Disneyland. Nike gives us a reason not to bend down to tie our shoes anymore. Pixar gets mashed up with Star Wars. Disney wants us to interact with light in their hotel rooms. Alan Menken performs some of his classics, and guests that dropped in to see the Tower of Terror months before its final checkout were surprised to see a big change in the tower. Support for Podcateers is provided by Amazon. Before making your next Amazon purchase, we would love it if you went to podcateers.com slash Amazon first and clicked on the big Amazon button. That will take you to Amazon using our special link, and doing so before your next purchase won't cost you anything, but it does give us a small commission from that purchase as a thank you from Amazon for going through our link. To everyone already using our link for their purchases, we truly appreciate the added support. Additional support for Podcateers is provided by listeners like you. If you would like to be a fairy godparent of the podcast and help us out with a monthly, weekly, or even one-time contribution, you can do so for as little as $1, which goes a long way in helping to keep the podcast running. For more information, just head over to podcateers.com and click on the Patreon logo or go to patreon.com slash podcateers. More information, photos, videos, and updates on things that we talk about in this episode will be available at podcateers.com slash 119. Make sure to leave a comment at the bottom of the post on anything that we talk about. You can also find us over on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and YouTube. Just search for Podcateers. Please make sure to like, follow, and subscribe to all of those networks for updates. And that is it. So I'm going to let you guys jump into the episode. Thank you all very much for listening. This is episode 119 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. Oh, we're not, we're not going to be burst? No. Nobody no. listening to us knows what we're talking about right now. <laughs> Edit this out. I'm sure that at least one other person out one. there knows what we're talking about. I mean, Limp Bizkit wasn't... He was a thing. That horrible. Did you say he? Isn't he a singer? Fred Durst was the singer, but yeah. Limp Bizkit was the band. Oh, come on. Don't get Look, I'm gonna tell technical you, on me. I have to get technical because literally the best thing about Limp Biscuit mm-hmm. was West Borland. What about DJ Lethal? DJ West Lethal. West Borland. No. I'm going to agree. House DJ Lethal. West Borland. Really? Don't tell really? me you didn't grow up on House of Pain. <clears throat> West Borland. Dude, that's not even cool. Not even cool. Why are we talking about Limp Biscuit? Why are because we you brought Biscuit? it up. Because <laughs> you brought it up. That's why. Why do you do this to me? I'm sorry. Uh, I like the music. I apologize to everyone who doesn't know what we're talking about. And if you do, <laughs> you listen to Limp Bizkit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but we're the ones that brought it up. With... <laughs> oh, man. Uh, moving on. Yeah, good idea. <clears throat> Would you guys actually buy the self-tying shoes that Nike put out? Nike didn't put out self-tying shoes? Sure did. Only if this was 1989. No, dude. They actually look pretty mm. good. It's not the the ones from Back to the Future. Okay. The Air Mags. Yeah. This is a brand new one. They call it the Hyper Adapt. Wow, with a dumber name. What makes it How different? How dare you? <laughs> the whole design is different. The mags were actually designed to look like the ones from Back to the Future. Right. right? And there was two releases that they did, one in 2010, uh, 2011 and then one in 2015. And each of those was really a fundraiser product they did it to raise money for michael j fox's foundation so they didn't even make them available for people to actually purchase them like you had to go to an auction and that's how you ended up purchasing those two versions but they worked really similar to the way that you saw them working back to the future these uh, are a little bit different. The The entire style looks more like an actual like running shoe, like mm-hmm. something an athlete would actually wear, not something that looks like a, <laughs> a movie prop. Boot. A movie, yeah, exactly. Movie prop, yeah. But they have like a fitting system where it's got an engine underneath the an shoe. An engine? <laughs> yeah, like a motor. 
It's got like a I don't, motor. I don't need that extra weight in it's my shoe. It's a tightening engine. It's not that heavy, according to what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's got this small motor underneath it that feels the pressure of your foot when you put it inside. It okay. uses fly wire to actually tighten the sides of the shoe. Wow. Weird. So it's got like two buttons on it. It's battery powered. Like, no joke. It actually has a battery that you charge magnetically like every three weeks. Uh, or every two weeks, I think, and it takes like three hours to charge it. What? They light up to tell you what the battery status. <clears throat> Wheels They're... pop out of it so you could skate. Like no. no, no. Now you're asking for too much. They can't <laughs> add the wheels because they have the motor that controls. Oh right. The tightening. You know, we could avoid all that and just buy Velcro. I guess, but then you have to tie it yourself. That's not tying. But then you have to strap it yourself. So, I bet you. That it's faster to put on Velcro shoes than whatever the contraption Hazen's talking about. It's really not. Because if, if you... unless they're slippers. <clears throat> like like slipper style, you just, you know, slide that's, them that, in. That's essentially what it is. Mm. As soon as you put your feet in and yeah. you step in them, uh-huh. it feels the pressure and it engages the, the locking. And now my ankles are broken. No, no thank you. It it just fits to your foot. Okay. <laughs> it's not gonna completely cut off circulation <laughs> circulation plus so you... why are my feet purple <laughs> <laughs> plus it does have two buttons one to uh-huh. tighten and one to release if you need to also oh, it. it's not as self-tying as we thought oh it self-ties yeah but, but what if they are too tight then Not... you adjust it isn't that in the 80s didn't they have that the the pump remember the pump i was gonna say does it like pump the inside of your sneakers too for that extra bounce no <laughs> That would be awesome, though. You know what would be awesome? An actual hovercraft? This is dumb. This is in the works. Now, I think I speak for Javier when I say, in answer to your first question, no, we wouldn't buy these. We don't (laughs) even have the price yet. How much do these contraptions cost? I'm glad you asked. I don't know. (laughs) They actually have not announced a price for them. They announced the fact that they're going to be available on November 28th, but they actually haven't given a price yet Hmm. uh wired actually had done a first look where they talked to one of the developers of the shoe and they just kind of did like a one-on-one they showed how it worked and everything Uh, i'm gonna try to find the video and i'll put it up in the blog post for the episode if you guys want to check it out it's it'll be over at podcasters.com slash 119 and uh i think it's a cool shoe man i think it's a cool technology that was just kind of like fiction Mm-hmm. And they just made it available. It's different from the pump because the pump actually required you to physically sit there for 16 minutes That's and six pump the little basketball <laughs> until you realize, okay, they're tight enough. Uh-huh. And well, no, they're too tight now. Then you would release a little bit uh-huh. and then you'd have to pump for another 10 minutes just uh-huh. to get it to adjust. Yeah. These, they just do everything for you. And because they're battery powered, it's much easier to adjust. I mean, they sound 99% useless. <laughs> <laughs> They're not useless. Think of the, practi- the practicality. So let's suppose you have somebody that's disabled and they can't bend down to tie their shoes. Uh-huh. This is perfect for them because then they don't have to worry about tying their shoes. Okay. But that's the 1% use I'm telling you it's like good for. Okay. <laughs> but you didn't say 1%. You just said it was useless. No, you said, said 99% are useless. Oh, I totally missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> because... If you're playing basketball in these things and you jump and land, you just broke the motor. <laughs> Same thing for when you go no. running. These are athletic shoes. Am I not mistaken? They are athletic shoes, but I'm assuming that they took the precaution of actually doing that type of testing because they talk about in the video how they actually added a stabilizing bar underneath so that it didn't stick out too far, stuff like that. Again, look, you guys take a look at the video. Tell us what you guys think. Leave a comment in the blog post. Would you guys buy them? Do you guys think it's just overkill? What do you guys think? Let us know in the blog post. And sometime around December, whoever bought them, just tell us how quickly you broke them. (laughs) I just want shoes. Right? Like, (laughs) Have you just like, just give me chucks. Just give me chucks. That's it. You're right. I bet it would. I bet I can put on chucks, tie them up faster than than these technology shoes. That's what I'm saying. The only thing the shoe does is take away the ability to bend, because <laughs> I don't have to like bend down and tie my shoe. And like, they're athletic shoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my shoes are on. What's the first exercise? Yeah, Toe touches. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, 
Honestly, I think you guys are just being haters. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see what everybody else has to say about it. All right. Take a look at the video. Leave a comment. Tell us what you guys think. And then tell me if I'm crazy or if these guys are crazy. So. You know, if you really want to impress me, give me a shirt that self buttons. That's what I want. A it's nice. called a T-shirt. <laughs> A zipper. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not so. It's a it's a t shirt that's one size too small for you. Uh, All right, enough, enough of that. So how was your week, guys? Pretty good. Same Waymo. Yeah. You know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, there was this story that Mario actually brought up to me earlier today and uh, I thought it was interesting. We hadn't talked about it, but there was uh, a young lady by the name of Brooke Lowry who was engaged, and she had scheduled a photo shoot for her engagement at Disneyland with her fiancé. Mm-hmm. Uh, before they were able to do the photo shoot, uh, they broke off their wedding. Right. They what? just Yeah, they decided to break off the wedding. Dang. I don't know the details, but that happened. And... She went through with the photo shoot. Right. Get out of here. Yeah. She went and did a solo <laughs> engagement shoot. That's awesome. Which, at that point, I don't know if you're going to call an engagement shoot. Right. But she did the photo shoot. Hmm. Maybe she was celebrating that she didn't get married. Uh, I would say <laughs> I would say that was the case, except that there was a couple of news outlets that ended up interviewing her uh-huh. after it happened. And she actually was making statements like, you know, it kind of hurt, like, just knowing that I was doing it by myself. But Mm. at the same time, she was talking about how she felt empowered about Mm. doing it because she felt that the wedding, like most people, when you're getting married, you're entering a brand new chapter in your life. You know, it's, it's it's a big change. And she knew that a change was coming. She just didn't think that the change was coming without her soon to be husband. Right. Right. You know, so the fact that she went out and did this photo shoot or her engagement photo shoot by herself, I think it's kind of cool. Absolutely. The fact that she was able to just like look at everything that happened in the face and just be like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to move on. (laughs) I mean, exactly like you said. I mean, like it doesn't take away from the fact that you had like some kind of emotional connection to someone. Um, It it doesn't make those feelings go away overnight. So the fact that she even just kind of had the power to say, you know what? I'm going to do this anyways. It's going to be a solo thing. Like the strength behind that, I just tip my hat off to her. Yep. That was just such an amazing thing to do, you know, just to kind of show like that life does move forward and like you don't really need to depend on another person to like be happy. I just thought that was really amazing. I don't know why I found this part interesting, but she actually used to work for Disney television animation. Really? Wow. Yeah, I don't know exactly what shows she worked on, but she was actually a cast member. Very uh, nice. For animation. Very cool. Hey, Mario, she's single. <laughs> 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 Let's wait to see how long he goes on. <laughs> uh, how come you guys aren't laughing? <laughs> Look at him, he's squirming. He's, <laughs> he's looking uncomfortable. Check him out. Uh, uh. Pocketeers at Hobby. <laughs> you don't say the domain first. <laughs> I don't even know where they write. Javier.com. <laughs> Javier at Pocketeers.com. Ah, uh, there you go. What do you think about this whole thing, Javier? I think it's fantastic. It's one way to lift up your own spirits, move forward. You know what? Such is life. She's beautiful. Take pictures. Keep it forever. That I agree with. It was a fantastic photo shoot. She looked amazing in them. Deep Park Photo does really amazing photo shoots. Like, I wish I had some of their talent. One day, man. One day. One day. One day. day. I'm saying you do at this moment. I'll keep working at it. No, you're not there yet. I'll keep working at it. Maybe you should angle it differently. Uh, Years from now. You should really really study how they do it. Right? (laughs) Hashtag goals. So, Brooke, congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, I think it was awesome that you went ahead and did that. And um, good luck. Absolutely. 
did you see the thing that Disney like got a patent for for like projecting light bulbs? Yeah, I read a little bit about it. Uh, they actually issued the patent last month for it, but the original filing was back in October of 2014. And wow, this just, really? Yeah, this just goes on to the whole, like, Disney has all these floating patents that they're trying yeah. to get uh, patentized. Patentized. <laughs> That's the word. Uh, You're such a dork. Disney has all these ideas that they're trying to get patents for that they file. And, you know, usually they take a couple years, like the the uh, lightsaber thing that we talked about. Right. Ago, that took uh-huh. a couple years. The drone thing took a year or so. Uh, so this is just another thing that they've added. So the image projecting light bulb is just a technology that they're trying to use for the hotel rooms. Like okay. Disney already has like lamps that you can buy that the light bulb will project what's on the screen onto the walls. So you're basically seeing like almost like a comic strip, like a cartoon scene on your walls projected. The difference between this one and those lamps is that one, this one actually has audio attachments. Oh, wow. And it also has a camera that's going to be used uh, as a tracking mechanism. So it's going to use like facial feature recall to change the display that's happening in the room depending yeah. on who the last person that it's looking at is. So let's say that you have a room with two kids and each of them likes a different movie. Depending on which child the light bulb, like the recognition picks up on, it'll change the scene for that child. Oh, that is so confusing. So, <laughs> yeah, kind of, especially if you have twins, right? <laughs> so the entire idea behind it is that the entire room becomes an interactive stage for you. Right. Uh, almost like a video game. So instead of just projecting a static scene, it can actually project animations onto the wall that you can physically interact with. Like if you move your hand, it'll move something on the wall, you know, so... Uh, it's a cool technology. They've mm. talked about using it like in the lobbies and stuff. Yep. But I don't think it'll go past the hotel rooms. See, that's the thing. I mean, what else needs to go into it aside from it, it makes it sound like this is going to come from just a light bulb. Uh, it's a light bulb with a like a projector set and it's supposed to be able to interact with like your tablet. It's supposed to interact with your smartphone. So there's. It, there's a few elements to it. It hasn't been fully explained, you know, how it'll work in the scenario of the actual hotel rooms. But you need, like, all those pieces. Like, you need the bulb, you need the projector part of it, and then you need a device or something to interact with it. Because I'm just saying, if, if all it is is something that's going to sit easily into, like, a lamp or, like, a, a wall fixture or something like that, they should sell these things. <laughs> it shouldn't just be for the hotels. Don't get me wrong. That sounds like really impressive. And they should run that for like a while. Do you want one, Mario, for your yeah, room? Yeah, kind of. Yeah? What, what would you project on the wall? Whatever they're going to project for me. Mm. I'm not going to take a pick here. Yeah, you would. If they want to display like the whole like turn my room into Andy's room from Toy Story, <laughs> I am so down for that. <laughs> That's so funny. I, when he started saying that. I honestly thought he was going to say, if they can project the entire lantern scene from Tangled. Oh, I take it back. I want that one. And then it's no, you, don't. you want Pirates. room. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Uh-huh. Imagine they can project uh, the ride. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be nuts. Oh, then on that note, Hazen wants the mansion. Yes. <gasps> yes. yes. His whole house yep. is going to be the mansion. I just want the hatbox goes projected onto my wall. That would be so creepy. That would be very creepy. <laughs> that would be awesome. You should so take that back. I am not taking it back. That is weird. awesome. <laughs> I will take two. <laughs> See, I'm just saying they could totally sell these things to people. They would buy them. Oh, man. All right. So let's pose that question. Let's suppose that that's what the technology would be used for. Obviously, it hasn't been made public, really. It's not right. something that's out there. It's just a patent that they've been working on. We don't even know if that's really the way that it's going to work because, right. you know, this technology <laughs> changes and they can make improvements. They we can... make it sound better than it probably will <laughs> yeah. be. But let's suppose that These that holograms was the technology. appear. <laughs> yeah. Let's suppose that that was the technology, that you get a light bulb and it will project a scene in onto your room mm. so you can convert your room into anything uh, from a Disney movie or an attraction in the park. Which would you choose? I like that. All right. So leave a comment in the blog post. I just want a light or... bulb. As long as it provides light for me. <laughs> right in my room, please. <laughs> I'll be fine. And it pops and it goes, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yes, if you guys could choose uh, any scene from a movie or any scene from an attraction in the park, if this technology actually existed where you could buy like an attraction bulb or whatever and just pop it in at home and it projected something for you, what would you choose? Leave a comment in the Facebook post, Instagram, or send us an email to comments at podcasters.com and we'll read them in the next episode. Guardians of the Galaxy ride. What are you doing? <laughs> Javier Oh, you know what? Might as well make it the Tower of Terror since it's going away. See, now you're talking. You're just going to get dizzy every time you go in your room because it's just going to look like it's going up and down. <laughs> All of a sudden, it looks like your wall is opening to the yeah. outside world. <laughs> you're so big. Isn't that Anaheim? <laughs> What if I can choose Shanghai? You would do the Pirates right, huh? Yes. I would totally do the Pirates. That'd be so overwhelming. I would not be able to hang. I need this light bulb now. We, it's not real. <laughs> oh, but it's real in our head, though. It is. <laughs> oh, now I'm angry because now I want this thing to be real. Yes. I need it. <sighs> All right. Well, let's move on to something else that hopefully will cheer us up a little bit. How about something real? All right, well, let's do something real. <laughs> let's talk about this fake Rogue One and Pixar matchup. <laughs> so there was this video. So there was a video that we saw this last week that we thought was actually pretty cool. It was a mashup of the audio track for the Rogue One trailer. The real trailer. Right. It was the audio from that mashed up with scenes from Pixar movies. Yep. So Monster Zinc was in there. Inside Out was in there. Brave. Brave was in there. Brave. Uh, Brave. <laughs> Merida actually took the place of Jyn Erso. Yes. In the right. entire trailer. So uh, it was kind of interesting to watch because they matched up the scenes really well. And it was very reminiscent of the Rogue One trailer. Uh, it was just a fun video to watch there's not a lot to it really let me tell you where like the mixture of things just kind of make it what it is okay when i first saw this video i i hope people at work aren't listening but i was at work and (laughs) clearly i had the sound down you were on your lunch break right yeah that's exactly right right thank you for that (laughs) cover-up now uh, (laughs) so i'm watching it the volume is completely down and all i'm watching is just these scenes from pixar movies that are just back and forth Oh, so you were watching without the sound you said. At first, That's yeah. funny. You know, I'm just kind of like looking this up, and I, I, I see like stuff from Toy Story. I see stuff from Brave popping up, things like that. And it's just all over the place. So it's random. You have yeah. no idea what's going I'm on. I'm just so confused and overwhelmed by all these scenes from Pixar movies that are getting thrown out at me. I'm just like, what is happening right now? This doesn't make any sense. So then I watch it again during my when I clock out for the day. <laughs> with the sound up and uh-huh. it was just so cool man like I'm telling you just like mixing it really made it like what it was Yeah. like I said from not being able to make the connection just because these are various stories to just having this all make sense because you mixed it with the audio yep. was actually really cool of him to do it, it was, was actually, beautiful because yeah. even the the, the lip syncing was re- really yep, well done exactly yeah, he did that really well uh, I love the fact that the Death Star was ham. Uh, yeah, the the big uh, robotic ham, yeah. the Doctor Porkchop spaceship. Yeah, uh, that was really cool. And then uh, that the little teaser we get of Darth Vader from the new trailer oh, is like Zerg. Zerg. Yeah, <laughs> Wally was K two S O. Yes, <laughs> dude, it was really well done. Uh, we'll put up the link in the blog post for the episode. So head over to podcasters.com slash one nineteen. Uh, take a look at it there. It, it was, I'm telling you, it's just a fun video. Absolutely. Like, you really get drawn to it. Look, but seriously, listen to it with sound. I mean, yeah. watch it with sound. <laughs> you actually, yeah, you, you got to watch it with the sound. Or, or else... the first time you watch it, watch it without sound. Watch it again, but close your eyes and only hear it. And then <laughs> and your mind then will put it together. <laughs> yes. Is that how your mind works, Javier? <laughs> he has to take everything in sections, yes. Oh, man. So many things are making sense right now. <laughs> All right, okay. So you wanted something real. I, I know we didn't jump real. into something real. I, I'm ready. So so a fake light bulb, fake, <laughs> fake trailer. <laughs> Give me something real. So you guys know that we're celebrating 25 years of Beauty and the Beast. All right. right. Yeah, so the new... 25 years? Yeah, the Blu-ray just recently came out. There, there was an anniversary edition for wow. it. Wow. And they did a screening for Beauty and the Beast recently. 
and Alan Menken uh, came out. So I'm assuming Mario left at that point. <laughs> and Alan Menken came out during the credits. He's too cool to stay, man. He wanted to avoid traffic. Yeah, right? absolutely. So there was a piano set on the stage. I will never live this down. Go no, ahead. you won't. So there's a piano on the stage. Alan Menken comes out. Mario's on his way out. And <laughs> you actually see him walk away. Yeah, yeah. He, his head is in somebody yeah, else's video. It was not actually there. That people. was you. Don't lie. That was you. So, so he comes out and, you know, he announces that he's going to do a medley. So, you know, there's tons of medleys on YouTube. You know, everybody takes their crack at them. They try to create their mm -hmm. own. And a lot of them are really, really good. But none of them are by the guy that actually wrote all the songs. Right. Oh, you is know? that who he was? Yeah. You I have no that? idea. I was watching. I was like, oh, this guy's awesome. Oh, <laughs> Please ignore whatever you just said. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Alan Menken actually wrote all these songs. And nice. Mario and I were actually talking about how large the catalog of music that Alan Menken has actually worked on. Almost every memorable song that you can think of during the Renaissance period right. was Alan Menken. Yep. Well, Alan Menken and Howard Ashman. So, yeah. So, he came out, uh, says that he's going to do this medley, right? And he sits down and he sings Part of Your World. Mm -hmm. Well, he didn't sing the whole song. He sings, you know, because it's a medley. He sings about a minute of each one. But he sings Part of Your World, A Whole New World, uh, Go the Distance. From Hercules, Javier, you're looking. Yeah, at I had no <laughs> idea. It sounded like an '80s movie. <laughs> uh, he does. I see the light uh, from Tangled, Javier. That's oh, how you know. Thank you. From Enchanted. Wow. Under the sea. Ooh, can I guess like that one? Me. Was that Mermaid? It, it was. Good job. Little yes. Mermaid, but yes. Uh, friend like me. Colors of the wind. Colors of the wind. Out there. Yeah, colors of the wind. From I don't know. Pocahontas. Nope, never seen it. Well, that's where it's from. Oh, okay. Uh, out there from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Never seen it. He sings Gaston. And then he does Be Our Guest to just kind of wrap it all up. Yep. Awesome. Uh, ironically enough, he didn't do the Beauty and the Beast song, which is what they were there celebrating. <laughs> but, you know, they did Be Our Guest. and Or he did Be Our Guest. Yep. And My I guess, guess is someone enough. else already performed it or is going to, so he chose not to? No, that was it. Like it, people were just there for the screening, yeah. and he just came out and oh, did the medley at the end. So for ten minutes, he's just playing all these pieces that he wrote, and it was kind of amazing. Yeah, singing and playing that was just phenomenal. I'm wondering if there was an encore, but Mario didn't film that part either. <laughs> well, he wasn't even there for the first part, so. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I thought it was pretty awesome that that happened. Uh, like I said, there's tons of medleys that people do, especially when there's cover artists that do them. But rarely do you get the dude, a, the person that actually wrote yeah, all these songs absolutely. do a medley for you. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to throw up the video for that one that we found up on YouTube. Uh, again, it's an awesome video. Check it out. It's about 10 minutes long. But worth every minute for sure. All right. Well. The holiday season at the resort is going to start November 10th, and it's going to run through January 8th. Right. They've already announced that there's going to be some holiday offerings. They're going to be doing the Festival of Holidays over at California Adventure. Uh, Viva Navidad is coming back. Oh, very so cool. They're going to be doing that whole parade. They're going to have uh, 14 different marketplaces for food and beverages. So I guess the tamales are coming back to yes, DCA. Yes, please. Uh, which was the only thing I had, actually. Oh, really? Didn't try anything. Oh, wait. No, I had the Abuelitas chocolate, too. Oh, that they is so good. They had Abuelitas hot chocolate. Come on, man. Try something different. Not the stuff we had when we were kids. <laughs> or the stuff I make at home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's going to be coming back. Uh, Princess Elena of Avalor is making her debut at California Adventure. Very at cool. California Adventure. Why nice. not Disneyland? <laughs> well, why not? I mean. Well, she's not big time enough? No, she's a TV princess. But oh, she's still a princess. That's not nice. Look, I'm just saying, you haven't made it to the big time yet, okay? All the other princesses <laughs> have been in Disney films. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. She's been on Disney TV. Oh. Okay, she has to work her way to a movie. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's how you see California Adventure 2, don't you? What? Not big time. The, 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 <laughs> the side <laughs> stage before the big time? Yeah, that's exactly what I see. <laughs> it's SmackDown, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how do you explain the crossover of the Snow Queen? What? She's not big time. 
<laughs> she's not big time. She's not big time for apparently you. she's big time enough that she's in both parks. Who are you? Who are we talking about? Uh, Elsa, Elsa and Anna. Bro? Frozen sucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you okay. know what? Case closed. <laughs> You're right. Sorry, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Elsa and Anna are in both parks. Why not? Are, why are they not debuting Elena? You know, at the other park too. Ah, that's a good point. Go ahead. But it doesn't mean that Elsa and Anna. Wait, aren't Sophia's also. never been at Disneyland. Sophia's always been a California Adventure too. TV. See what I'm saying? Yeah, that's weird, man. I don't know why they haven't actually had them in the other park. Give them time. Once like they, you said, once California they go big Advent- time, right? California Adventure is this test trial basis thing. Got it. Right? Test trial. <laughs> it's triple it. A. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Before it worked WWE. out. I'm glad it worked out for those two frozen gals. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to be making the crossover really well. Uh, they just... got drafted to Raw really easily. <laughs> They just got them working double time, okay? They're, uh. so, they're so larger than life. They need to be at both parks. <laughs> so they also announced that a new World of Color is going to be starting up on November 10. It's going to be called the World of Color Season of Light. That's right. There was an announcement on the Disney Parks blog by Sean Slater, who's the uh, senior communications manager for uh, WED. I actually wanted to go ahead and read the uh, description that they had in the blog post for that. So this is what they wrote. It right. says... The show begins with the last leaves of fall giving way to the arrival of winter as Mickey and his pals decorate their homes for Christmas. Aww. Themes of love, home, and family run throughout World of Color Season of Light with special appearances by Lady and the Tramp, Andy's family from Toy Story, a Melakalikimaka with Snitch and his <laughs> Ohana, and Feliz Navidad from the Three Caballeros. Yes! At one point in the show, Goofy goes all out in a spectacular ode to over-the-top holiday light displays <laughs> until his ode turns to overload and everything short circus. <laughs> oh, that goofy. Leading to a blue Christmas with sadness from Disney Pixar's Inside Out. So that's a bunch of the scenes that are going to be happening uh, in World of Color. Um, I like at, it. At least the new one, the season of light that's happening. I don't see the connection at all with the what, what you just described. I mean, Lady and the Tramp and Goofy, it's like... Like, the whole theme of it is, like, the family togetherness, you know? We, we're introduced, like, Andy's family. Mickey and, like, friends are just all together. Like, uh-huh. Lady and the Tramp are just... It's just this whole, like, family-like It feels like... Who haven't we used? And that... Is what I like even more so, okay? Even if you're bringing together characters that we haven't seen on screen at World of Color yet, more than anything, I love the fact that they didn't describe Frozen once. (laughs) I'm glad you said that because confirmed is that there will be a Frozen scene. (laughs) So that's going to be 12 minutes of it? I'm not sure. But yes, in the new World of Color, there will be a Frozen scene. I'm sorry to break that to you, Don't tell me they're going to sing Let It Go. Anyone want my fast pass? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it, man. <laughs> that was one of the first questions that I had, and unfortunately, it is confirmed that there will be a frozen scene. The one thing that I did like about what they were describing, though, which I'm surprised that Javier didn't catch on to it because he's actually such a big fan of the series, is the goofy part that they described. That's right, yeah. The goofy part seems like one of those everyman cartoons that they had with Goofy. Yeah. That he's just like, how it's to get favorite. the perfect holiday light fixture, and then he overdoes it, and then all the lights just go out. Yep. Uh, all the lights have gone out for World of Color in certain segments. I think that the only way to fully pull that off is to turn off every single light. <laughs> At California Adventure. That would be cool. <laughs> during that scene. Like if he actually destroys like, yeah, it. Yeah, like he just blacks out <laughs> California Adventure. They won't do it, obviously, because I think park-wide it would freak people out. But it would be awesome Still, though, like in just yeah. that moment, yeah. everything flickers. Just to turn off everything on the fun wheel, the Bay Area would just be like really cool just to experience Everything that, out, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how far they can go before it freaks people out, before they realize, oh, it's just part of World of Color. I think even that would be enough, just getting that little section that displays the show. You don't think the area, like the wharf, would have to lose the lights too? I, no, I don't think so. Like I think it would be pretty so cool just, just creating that as is. Just the pier... Anything the, that projects the fun the wheel show. and everything. Yeah. I just want that 
single light bulb sound. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just all of a sudden it just pops. Yeah, and everything goes. <laughs> everything out. goes off. Here's what happens when one of your Christmas lights goes out. <laughs> Which is true mm-hmm. for the older style. Uh, if you have new LEDs, that no longer happens. Mm. Quick tip, buy LEDs for Christmas. They're safer. So jumping over to the uh, the flagship show, back over to Disneyland. Uh, Finally. Right? Yes. Uh, obviously, we had already talked about Sleeping Beauty's Winter Castle coming back. Uh, it is one of my favorite parts at night. And I just realized I never put up the poll asking people if they like wow. the Dave Did you really forget? I totally forgot. Dude, you're not a forgetful guy, though. But I, it, So I've been busy. I'm going with you chose not to do it. I think, yeah. Yeah. I was I, hoping Mario would forget <laughs> about throwing in that 60th anniversary. <laughs> I still don't get the, why. I really... I'm sorry, Mario. It doesn't Mario. make sense. Day castle it versus sense. night castle. Yeah. That versus 60th original... anniversary castle. Yeah, I'm going with Hazen here. Sorry, that man. wasn't the original topic starter, though. Yeah, but we went with the good idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mario. Oh. So, anyway, I forgot to put that up. Uh, Hopefully, by the time that this episode releases, uh, I will have already done that. Uh, I think you mean you It's going to be weird because I forgot to put it up before we're recording this episode. Uh But I may remember now that I've said it as we're recording. So, people are going to hear it after maybe it already went up. And then it's going to get all timey-wimey and Mm. it's going to confuse people. So... I'm just going to wait until after this episode okay. to forget again. To forget. To forget. And then, then you're we... going to time travel, timey-wimey, uh-huh. and then remember again when Mario is like, whoa, like throw in the 60 castle and you're going to be like, no. Go back to sleep, Javier. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how long he was going to go. I was going to let him. I was gonna you should just let me keep going. <laughs> It would have just been 20 minutes of that. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So, Sleeping Beauty's Winter Castle is coming back. Believe in Holiday Magic is going to be back. The fireworks show. Good. Uh, It's actually one of my favorite fireworks shows at Disneyland. If wind permitted. If we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if they don't cancel it and they just show me the last two minutes, right? Yeah. If there's someone with a fan blowing, you know. The yeah. fireworks show is going to be yeah, canceled. Then yeah, it's going to be canceled. Yeah. Well, hopefully by then they'll have the drones. If people are breathing, it might be canceled. Sure, in that direction, please. Right. You can mess with the fireworks show. If you whistle, it might be canceled. Yes, yeah, exactly. so don't do any of those Face things. Main Street when you do this, please. Right. Please. Just look down. Yes. Uh, we're also getting back the uh, A Christmas Fantasy Parade. That's going to be coming back. Wow, I don't know that one at all. It's the, the Christmas Parade with the toy soldiers and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, That's all they have? No. Toy soldiers? It's the most recognizable part of it. Oh. They have like this face that every time they turn, it's kind of like, ooh, churros. Ooh, churros? Just watch it on YouTube or something. All right, I'll do that. One of these days, Javier, I'll record it. <laughs> and I'll put it up on the YouTube channel because when YouTube goes down. Yeah. Yeah. And our footage has to reproduce. Here's the problem. You're going to forget. He's going to be at the park. What was I supposed to well, do? I was doing I something. But... Ooh, churro. Ooh, churros. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. That's exactly, I'm not even going to deny it. That's exactly what's going to happen. And now that they have the ooh, churro funnel cake, uh-huh. it might happen ooh, sooner. Fantastic. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so It's a Small World is going to get the overlay That's again. Right. Uh, it's Small World Holiday. Haunted Mansion obviously already got the overlay. Jingle Cruise is going to come back. And, yes. Oh, very nice. Santa is going to be thrown all the way over into Critter Country for some reason. Why? Hmm. Not exactly sure. That's but weird. if you want to see Santa, he'll be over at uh, Critter Country. Mm. So, yeah, the holidays will officially be starting uh, mid-November, and I'm looking forward to it. I know Same here. Javier is getting ready to do the hmm. Halloween thing. Yeah, that's got Mickey's Halloween party coming up soon. All this holiday talk saddens me. Why is that now? Because then that means no more Halloween. Don't worry. It comes back next year. Yeah. (laughs) You'll be fine. I don't want to wait a whole year. What's that, Patrick? (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Why did you do Patrick's voice and call me Patrick? (laughs) Because that's what you sounded like. I don't want to wait. (laughs) Make fun of you. (laughs) 
How excited can you be for Halloween anyways? You don't even know when you're going. I know. <laughs> Plus, you still don't even officially know if you're going to Walt Disney World. I know, Florida. it's true. Disneyland. I need to start walking to Florida right now. Jeez. If you start now, you might make it. <laughs> uh, it was an interesting week. You know how the whole final checkout thing is going on for Tower of Terror? We talked about it in the last episode. Right. They had the uh, the hot dog who lived. Burn hot dogs. Yeah. The, oh, that looked terrible, by the, the way. Hot. Finally saw an image of it. Yeah, it looks gross, right? It's, it's the Halloween walk disgusting. all over again. I think you mentioned it. It looked like it it literally was dropped on the ground. Yeah, it's yeah. not appetizing. Like it's, I would eat everything else mm-hmm. with a different bun. Yeah. I, or it, not look at it. It looks like a server accidentally dropped it and went, Oh no, picked it all back up and then tried to dust it off and like, here you go. It's supposed to look like this. <laughs> So, yeah, so this whole final checkout thing is going on for Tower of Terror. It's closing down in January. It's going to be converted over to Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So after announcing that they were doing all these special things with the AP days and everything, Disney took down the Tower of Terror sign. No from way. The, from the facade of the building. So now the ride has no name. It's got nothing. <laughs> it's, it's no, no lights. <laughs> no no it, sign. No, yeah, it's got no nothing inside, nothing outside. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. It's just ladders. It's just part of the mystique. The ride who shall not be named. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it has a rope so you can climb up. It'll get to that point. <laughs> we have to crank the elevator ourselves in the last month. You just sit there and you crank it. Uh-huh. For it to and go then just up. let it go. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting to see that happen. I, I saw a photo posted. We ended up posting it early in the week on the Instagram account. So if you guys were following on Instagram, you actually saw this happen. Uh, well, not when they actually took down the sign because they took it down overnight. Uh, we posted the photo of it missing. And uh, I just – I don't know exactly why all of a sudden they kind of back out of doing this special thing because you would assume that while they have something special going on sure. so that people can say goodbye to the tower, right? you would want to leave it up at least until this whole thing is over. I mean, look, it makes sense. They clearly cut all the power from the inside of the building. They just need to save money on energy. That sign lights up. They just took it down. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. <sighs> so I'm not exactly sure how many different contracts they actually had for this ride. Obviously, they had a contract going for the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. you know, the name, the footage that they were using, the likeness of Rod Serling. But as far as the Hollywood Tower Hotel, like that name, I don't know if they had to license that out. You know, or if it was something that they owned. Oh, I'm uh, sure. The visuals inside. Maybe the reason they turned off the lights is because they didn't want to renew the contract for the visuals on the inside. And now they're just playing it off as a cool new experience. Mm. You know, and now in order to continue using that sign, they would have had to renew the contract for six months or whatever the case is for four months until January. And they just said, you know what? Just take it down. People (laughs) already know it's leaving. Let's just take it down. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why that could have come down like i'm sure the outside like the exterior and the name had nothing to do with licensing because disney world still has a hollywood tower hotel don't they yeah but it's it it runs into this weird like okay so you know how we're getting guardians of the galaxy here right Mm -hmm. so i was reading something not too long ago about how we're getting a guardians of the galaxy ride Partially because Disney can't use that property on the East Coast. There's this what? weird, really? yeah, there's this weird contractual thing that's happening on the East Coast where Universal actually has the rights to use Marvel characters. Okay. So uh, it's somewhere in the contract where they can't use like primary characters or secondary supporting characters. That's why uh, I, I'm not exactly sure which um park has the hulk right over there but you you notice how the universal parks are the ones that have like the hulk and spider-man and they stuff do, running right. around uh, over in florida mm-hmm. it's part of that agreement 
So it so it runs into this weird, and it's just a contract that affects everything like east of the Mississippi or something like that. What? Yeah, I've I don't never know, heard of such a thing. I don't know the logistics of it exactly. That's kind of just the gist of what I remember reading. Uh huh. But if this is true, then that's kind of what it revolves around. That they're paying the licensing for Florida. Because they can't do Guardians in Florida, oh, but they can weird. do Guardians in California because there's no contractual obligation for them not to be able to use it in California. You see what I'm saying? Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, I know. at all. Trust me, it's a confusing thing for me, too. But as far as I know, Disney cannot use Marvel characters in their parks on the East Coast because of that existing contract. Universal says they are the only ones that can have Marvel characters in their parks. Wow. I don't know when it expires. I don't know if it's forever. Uh, I don't know the logistics of it. But That's a dumb the move. Avengers, obviously, if the Avengers are in a Universal park, Disney can't use them. Like here we have technically, I guess, Spider-Man was kind of part of the Avengers because of Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also have Captain America here. We've had Thor here. They can't do that over there. The Guardians are kind of supporting characters to the Avengers because technically they play a part in the Infinity War. Right. So because of that, they can't really use them in Florida either. Man, what's going on here? That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. It yeah, it, it's so it's so strange. It's coastism. I'm not coastism. <laughs> I'm not even sure how that makes sense. None of what I said or what you just said. You are coastless, sir. (laughs) That is the strangest thing. It just kind of caught me off guard to read something like that. It just seems strange because, I mean, Disney owns Marvel. Like, how can they not fight and in court and just say, like, hey, these are our characters now. We own this. This contract should not exist anymore. Well, I mean, they're still like cinematically, they're still just kind of like all those agreements where they're going to share characters for a while. So it only makes sense that they're just going to bring it out to like the parks and stuff, too. And maybe that's kind of the type of contract that it is, you know, that somebody else kind of still owns the property. And even though it's Marvel under the Marvel umbrella, the rights to the specific characters, you know, right. are, belong to somebody else. It's just weird, man. It was it was just a weird article and. If that's the case, then maybe it starts to explain why some of this is changing so quickly. Right. Hmm. Well, I think we need a renegotiation. East Coast, you guys can have the Guardians of the Galaxy Tower. <laughs> Give us back the Hollywood Tower Hotel. <laughs> some more Harry Potter stuff from Universal Studios. What if you move to Florida? It's, it's more work for me to edit. Let's not do that. <laughs> well... As far as Harry Potter is concerned, Universal here in Hollywood has already talked about expanding the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So we're going to get more of that. True. So once more of that information comes out and, you know, we'll talk about it. And as far as them getting Guardians, I just told you they can't do it. I'm renegotiating here. Do you mind? <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, do you want me to get? Do you want me to get Bobby on the phone so you can? Please. Uh, look, it's late. Do you look need more. a lawyer? Do I? I'm asking if uh, can, I, I can, can find you one. Look, Professor Dolwhip can do his <laughs> own litigation. Okay? He's a professor. Yeah, he is. You're right. <laughs> he knows what's happening. <laughs> so, by the way, since we're already on the subject of Professor Dolwhip, yes. uh, I just want to thank uh, Disney Love and Pins for their comment because it just reaffirmed the fact that Mario now is Professor Dolwhip. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they did confirm something for us, though. Remember we talked about the photo pass and the QR code thing? How mm-hmm. can I forget? <laughs> it's riveting, right, Javier? really asking. <laughs> uh, yeah, for real. Did we? <laughs> so in the last episode, I was talking about how I was missing photographs from the photo pass, and mm-hmm. I ended up scanning the QR code on my AP so that they imported into the Disneyland app. Uh, Disney Love and Pins commented on the Instagram post for that episode says that you don't have to rescan the AP once you've scanned the QR code. That once you do it once, every time they add photos to it, they just show oh, up in the very app. Very nice. So that's actually great to know. I yeah, know. Hazen. I <laughs> that's great to know. Let's ignore what Javier just said. Right. <laughs> and uh, now I don't have to worry about it because I didn't know. 
Now I do. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, the second comment that they left was, it says, you guys are totally the SpongeBob cast. Patrick would be Javier. Squidward would be <laughs> Professor Dole Whip. And I would be SpongeBob. <laughs> she says, uh, I say this with much love. So... Thank you for that. I appreciate the comments. And uh, yeah, so Professor Dolwith. Very can you, nice. Can you do uh, a Squidward voice, Professor? I, I don't even know who that is. Come on. The octopus. Mr. I have an annual pass to Universal Studios. Ah, Squidward. SpongeBob is part of Universal Studios? Yeah. Yes. Since when? Since they were one of the characters that was there originally. Yeah. Oh, come on, you know they change everything around. Do you guys know Back to the Future is not there anymore? What? Yeah, yeah, it's been gone for a while. Man, I'm going back to Magic Mountain. There you go. <laughs> Imagine what a Coke can can get you. <laughs> An entire theme park. Hey, Squidward. <laughs> SpongeBob! <laughs> I miss you, buddy. Ow. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> is, is Squidward going with that nasally voice? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's uh, it, Squidward. <laughs> You should have quit while you were ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. So, yeah, there was a lot of people um, that were upset, obviously, over the whole Tower of Terror thing happening. Uh, there was a lot of people that were planning on going to the park, of course, to uh, say their goodbyes. You know uh, what? Uh, you know, write it one more time, right. get, get a couple of pictures. Sorry, I was uh, busy renegotiating. I forgot to like make my point. <laughs> uh, I, you think it's possible that maybe they just kind of found a home for it? Because, I mean, a lot of the stuff that California Adventure kept, like, rotating as they kept um, reinventing it kept going to certain museums. Like the big California sign out front, uh, the airplane from the, the Test Pilots Grill. I don't think so. I, I think they took it down and it's just coming down. Maybe they just jumped on an opportunity to, like, leave it somewhere for, like, museum purposes. Uh, I don't hmm. think so. I'm just saying, don't dismiss that. And if that's not the case, I will buy the sign. Will you, though? I will. How much do you want for it? You're Five just, just going to buy the H. Which one, though? Hollywood or hotel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Why don't you go swimming your money bin for a while? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know how I feel about the whole uh, Tower of Terror thing. You know, I, I want to say that I'm, like, upset about it. But right. I've accepted the fact that it's leaving. And the fact that they just decided to take it down just makes me think that there was some contractual thing that they just wanted to avoid. It just because of the whole, you know, let's do this special thing before we get rid of the ride. And then a week later, they're like, oh, let's get rid of the sign. <laughs> it just it seems odd. Now I'm thinking about it from a different perspective. All right. It's possible that they did this now. So you no longer recognize it as the Hollywood Tower Hotel when they do the full switch. At this point, you are no longer emotionally attached to the Hollywood Tower Hotel because that sign's not but there anymore. wasn't that the know. whole point of saying goodbye to yeah. it? Yeah. Like. I mean, it's still a ride. You didn't even give me a chance to uh, say uh, goodbye. But. They took it down before I could say goodbye. For those that go to California Adventure, for whatever reason they go. You could have also seen it from Harbor. Or you could have seen it from yeah, downtown Disney. Yeah. What they could have done is taken one letter at a time. <laughs> <laughs> So for a while, it would have been the Hollywood uh-huh. Tower, then the Leewood the Tower, Lee Tower, then the Leewood Tower, <laughs> the Ewood Tower, uh, Ower Hotel. I don't think that would have been a good option. I really don't think so. Sorry. Well, are you guys upset about this whole uh, sign coming down? If you guys are, leave us a comment. We'd love to know. Uh, we had several comments on the Instagram post when we put it up, and there was a lot of people upset. You know, I don't know if a week later, if people are still feeling that upset about it. Like I'm I said, sure they're over it. Maybe. But like I said, I think it was more confusing to me mm-hmm. than upsetting because, like I said, I think I've just come to terms with the fact that it's going to be swapped out already. That's the first step, man. It's acceptance. Right. And then denial. Is that what's next? <laughs> yes. So. It's coming back. They're gonna. Put, they're just cleaning the sign, guys. Don't put it back up next week. <laughs> It would be funny if all they were doing was hosing it down, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, because I think I've come to terms with that, it was just confusing more than upsetting to me because it just felt like, why would you promise that you're doing this whole goodbye thing and then all of a sudden just say, yeah, we're going to take <laughs> it down? 
I think Daisy's like, well, if you didn't say goodbye fast enough, that's your fault. Yeah. If you weren't here when we announced it, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> uh, how does that make you feel, Mario? Well, I mean, I don't know. That'll be five cents. Five cents? Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Wait, is the doctor still in, though? No, the doctor's out. Oh, man. All right, guys. I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. All right. Is there anything else you guys want to add before we wrap up for today? I'm good. All Same right. Here. Cool. All right, so before we end the episode, I do want to send a special thank you out to our three new fairy godparents. Nice. So, Anitza. Hey, Anitza! Thank you very much. Uli. Hey, Uli! (laughs) (laughs) This is great. Uh, And also, thank you to Roxanne. Hey, Roxanne. Proper one. Hey, Roxanne! (laughs) I couldn't breathe. Uh, Oh, man. Uh, Where were we? Oh, yeah. So, thank you to all three of our fairy godparents. We truly appreciate you guys heading over to the Patreon page and helping us out. Yeah, guys, we truly appreciate that bibbity bobbity buck. <laughs> if you guys want to help us out as well and get a shout out from Javier, let's see if we can work on him losing his voice maybe for a little bit. For as little as $1 a month, you too can be a fairy godparent to the podcast. Head over to patreon.com slash podcateers. All the details will be there. So, thank you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, also, support for Bucketeers is also brought to you by Amazon. Amazon! The next time you want to purchase something on Amazon, Amazon. make sure you go to podcateers.com slash Amazon. Amazon. First, click on the big Amazon button. Doing so will actually take you over to Amazon with our special Amazon. link. Your purchase will cost you exactly the same, but we'll get a small commission as a thank you for going through our page. So remember, the next time you start going to Amazon.com. Hey, Amazon! <laughs> Head over to podcateers.com slash Amazon first and click on the big Amazon button. Amazon! We'd also like to thank one of our newest sponsors, and that is BarkBox. Mario, I know you recently signed up for BarkBox. How's it been working out for you? So far, amazingly. So you guys know I have my dog, Lexi. This is the second month that we've received BarkBox now. I'm telling you, she cannot get enough of the stuff that comes in here, okay? BarkBox will provide you two uh different bags of treats all made in the usa the toy that comes in it you have the choice of either doing one or upgrading it to having a second toy added to it there's always going to be something themed this one was back to school for some strange reason but well because all dogs go back to school man oh that's a good point yeah (laughs) but i'm telling you the toys that came in this box lexi can't put them down now like she is just having a ball with these things uh the treats she absolutely loves them there's always just some extra snack that she kind of like can have like on the side uh, guys, remember, you guys can sign up through our website. Head over to podcasters.com and go down to the sponsor section. There you will find the link to take you to BarkBox, where you can sign up for either a six-month or a 12-month membership to BarkBox, and one of those months will be free. Love it. Javier, you should get it for your dog. Right? She but would love it. Your dog loves sitting around a lot. <laughs> yeah. And just give her toys to play with. They come in the box. Can my dog just have your box? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. He doesn't want the treat. <laughs> he doesn't want the toys. He just wants the box. Yeah, sure. All right, thanks, man. It's like a child. She'll be so happy. It's like kids, dude. You spend all this money on toys, and yeah. all they want to play is with the, the box. box. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right, guys. That is going to wrap it up for this week. If you guys are trying to find us anywhere on the interwebs, make sure to search for Podcateers. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Make sure to also head over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash podcateers. We have videos? Yeah. Oh, man. Remember, you just recently did a Disney tag? (laughs) Did you forget? (laughs) Is that me? That's you. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe this is you. (laughs) Hey, Patrick. (laughs) Wow. That was actually good. So, yeah, head over to YouTube.com. Make sure you watch a couple of the videos. Hit that like button. Subscribe, maybe. Tell your friends. 
watch the videos one million times. <laughs> just on loop, right? Just yeah, on loop. Just on yeah. loop. Create a playlist yeah. and just yes. hit it on loop. On loop. Smart. All right, guys. That is going to wrap it up for this week. Until next week, here is to Beer Shoes and Mickey Ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Goodbye. Mario? Mario. Mario. Did he leave? Uh, I think so. Dude, but the credits aren't even over. <laughs> we have credits? <laughs> yes. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Hey, SpongeBob. <laughs>